Love Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Husmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Husmo Black. Welcome to the National Black Forum, Saturday, September 10th, 2016, y'all. Welcome to the National Black Forum. Oh, yeah. We got a show for you this evening, y'all. Hey, we've been uh, missing in action for the last couple of uh, weeks or so. We want to apologize for that, first of all. We uh, had to take a little R&R. Y'all not going to begrudge me a little R&R, are you? Yeah, we uh, we had to uh, take a little downtime. Had a great, great, great time though uh, in Ohio, believe it or not. Yeah, went to Ohio, old uh, stomping grounds. Uh, oh, I'm from Georgia, but uh, I spent part of my adolescent years in Ohio. Yeah, and I still got family there, family and friends. So we went back and uh, had a great time there. I can honestly say I did have a great, great time in Ohio. Uh, the weather, I don't know the weather is, you know, uh, temperature-wise, it's about the same as it is here, but uh, uh, it feels different. The humidity is different uh, there than it is here. So when you got 90 degrees up there and 90 degrees here, you got about a 20-degree difference in uh, uh, feel. Uh, because of uh, the difference in the humidity and stuff, so we we enjoyed it. Now every day we was there was in the I guess the 80s, but uh, it felt uh, so much better than uh, the heat here in the, uh, the ATL. Uh, but uh, we really had a good time in Ohio. There, I want to give a shout out to my old friends there in Ohio. Really uh, had a good time. Just. Uh, uh, getting together with uh, some old old friends. I'm talking about friends that over half a century. Uh, friendships uh, we renewed and uh, just really enjoyed myself. Want to just give a shout out to my OHT and friends. Yeah, welcome to the Hushmore Black Forum, where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And not in necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder uh, than anybody out here on Blog Talk, yeah. We come to you every Saturday from 7 to 9 over Blog Talk uh, from the ATL. Uh, yeah, we advocate advocate for justice, social justice for Americans with African descent. Uh, not because we don't love everybody. We advocate for social justice for Americans with African descent because we happen to be part of that community. And by extension, find ourselves advocating on their behalf, and Lord knows we need all the advocacy we can get with the uh, with the uh, state of uh, with the state of uh, things here in the country now. 2016, who would ever think that uh, race would still be so prevalent in our uh, daily lives? But uh, sure enough, here in 2016, we, Americans of African descent, still 
a 13 percent minority still dominates uh, race issues here in this country. Yeah, we dominate news dealing with race, a 13 percent minority here in this country today. Uh, this uh, goes back, I suppose you could trace the genesis of it back to uh, uh, the 1500s when uh, Europeans uh, began uh, dragging uh, the African folks out of Africa, enslaved them here in the uh, Americas. Uh, so yeah, our history uh, here in the these this part of the world, the Americas go back centuries, even before the Columbus sail. There were Africans here on this continent, but uh, in terms of uh, the enslavement of African people, that started with the European expansion uh, uh, in the 1500s uh, in large part. Uh, One of the things that's curious about that uh, expansion is that the Spanish, Spanish and the uh, Portuguese, that uh, they colonized uh, parts of uh, South America and uh, Central America, some of the islands, uh, some hundred years before uh, Anglo-Saxons got to uh, North America here. Uh, they had about a hundred-year uh, jump on uh, the uh, Anglo-Saxons out of uh, England, uh, but England nonetheless caught up pretty quick after 1619, they uh, <laughs> kind of dominated the, uh, took over the slave trade. And uh, most of our history here in the uh, United States uh, are uh, associated with uh, the English uh, in terms of slavery. And uh, this thing, racism, uh, uh, came into, be, into being uh with the uh, enslavement by the uh, English here in America uh, to a large extent. Now, obviously racism uh, was around, uh, but not to the degree that uh, the English uh, uh, made it. So we, uh, and it's still today. I mean, it has to do, I mean, it's a complicated issue, but it has to do with uh, uh, uh Society here in America not uh, uh, afraid of allowing the Africans to uh, assimilate into uh, white society after the Civil War, even before the Civil War. Well, before the Civil War, 90% of the Africans were slaves. But after the Civil War, after emancipation and all that stuff, there still was a great fear of uh, of allowing the Africans to, uh, the freed Africans to uh, assimilate uh, into white society here in the country. So uh, that thing uh, um, played itself out and still playing itself out. Uh, some 135 years after the Civil War, we still have a challenge uh, uh, dealing with uh, a racism here in this country. And it, it and really it uh, came to the forefront once again when uh, this black president uh, took office. Uh, in 2000, 
mentioned Alvin Mann. I mean, it was here all the time, but it seems as though when he took office, all of the racists came out of the closet again. They hadn't gone anywhere, but they really, really uh, uh, stepped out and, uh, uh, into uh, the open uh, when this black president assumed office. I mean, sure, it was new, uh, but they, uh, <clears throat> to this day, including Donald Trump, uh, insisted that uh, somehow this black president was illegitimate, and he uh, somehow connived his way into the presidency, and, and for the longest denied that he was even born in the country, which didn't matter because his mother was an American citizen, much like Ted Cruz's mother uh, was an American citizen when he was born in Canada. Father was running away uh, from Cuba somewhere. Wasn't even an American citizen. His father wasn't. Ted Cruz uh, uh, was born in Canada, yet you didn't have any other outcry. Now, Donald Trump brought it up for a minute, but he even stopped talking about Ted Cruz's uh, <laughs> uh, birthplace. Uh, way and they're still uh, denying uh, the fact that uh, Barack Obama is a legitimate uh, president. Donald Trump is still has not admitted it. Oh, some of his surrogates uh, tried to uh, say that he did, but he hasn't. He hasn't admitted that he was uh, uh, American, no uh, way, shape, form, or fashion. He still believes that he's illegitimate. And it's uh, uh, all due to uh, racism, period. It ain't nothing else, y'all. We, you can't call it anything else but that. I mean, here's one of the most successful presidents, most accomplished president that the country has ever seen. One of the most accomplished presidents that this country has ever seen uh, in its uh, 250-year history. Uh, yet... Uh, he gets very little uh, credit from uh, the right side of the political spectrum here. Very little credit for the job that he has done since inheriting that uh, mess that he uh, inherited coming in. Three wars, uh, a depression, uh, collapsing uh, 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 auto industry, a collapsing banking uh, industry, a collapsing housing industry, and on and on and on. He was confronted with when he came in and worked through all of that successfully, uh, I might add. The guy did a great job, has done a great job in uh, uh, leading our country out of the malaise that uh, he founded uh, some eight years ago. And I'm so proud of him. I don't know what to do. I am really proud of this president, not because he's black, uh, but because of the job that he has done and the trying, trying circumstances, uh, one of them being working with an obstinate uh, uh, Congress who vowed from day one of his uh, taking office that they would do everything in their power, so says the current uh, uh, leader of the Senate, Mitch McConnell, uh, that they would do everything in their power to see that he failed president. Can you imagine that? This is uh, the Congress that's supposedly there to work on behalf of the American people, yet 
Miss McConnell uh, swore from day one that he would do everything in his power uh, to see that uh, this president failed in uh, his job as president and set out to do just that for the next eight years. At every turn, uh, they put up roadblocks in front of this uh, uh, president. At every turn, they put up roadblocks in front of this president. And still, he got more accomplished than any president in modern history. Uh, president Barack Obama is going to go down as one of our greatest presidents. No doubt. No doubt about it. And here you got a maniac like Donald Trump talking about how much better a leader, a dictator in Russia is than this American president. It's almost, it borders on treason, you know? This guy went on Russian TV about how much greater uh, a leader Vladimir Putin is than uh, Barack Obama when Vladimir Putin is operating in a dictator dictatorship uh, 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 society there where everything is owned by the state, including the uh, news outlets. Everything is controlled by the state in Russia today. And this guy's talking about trying to compare uh, how much greater um, Vladimir Putin is than this president. Somebody remind him that the Russian economy is in shambles today under the great leadership of uh, Vladimir Putin. The Russian economy is in shambles. Not to mention him invading his neighbors, killing Americans at the same time. And somehow this guy is enamored with the leadership of Vladimir Putin. Can you imagine that? This Republican American candidate is sucking up to one of our uh, uh, strongest uh, uh, adversaries as if somehow uh, you could uh, somehow uh, compare the two on a even uh, 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 grounds. One, uh, uh, a communist country uh, that's dictated by a dictator in the democracy that uh, we have here in America. It's crazy. This whole thing is crazy, yeah. And it's a shame. It's a disgrace. Imagine if uh, uh, Barack Obama went running for president in 2008 uh, had a sucked up to uh, the Russian president at that time, where would uh, uh, the Republicans, the Republicans would have been ready to hang that guy. They would have been ready to uh, tar and feather Barack Obama in 2008 and run him out of town on a rail, y'all. <laughs> and here today, you got the Republican candidate for president phrasing uh, this dictator over in Russia. It's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. I don't think uh, Americans is going to go for that. 
Uh, I don't think America is going to go for that. Somehow you can compare a democratically elected president here in this country, elected twice by the people uh, in a democratically uh, uh, society, uh, elected by the people with a large majority. It wasn't a small victory, a large majority. Somehow now the dictator uh, in Russia is more uh, of a leader uh, than uh, the people's choice here in uh, this country. Crazy and scary. It's crazy and scary. A lot of that has to do with uh, good old-fashioned American racism. Yeah? A lot of that has to do with good old-fashioned American racism, y'all. <laughs> Period. Boy, should it make a good play there at third, y'all. Excuse me, y'all. sucking up uh, Vladimir Putin. I think it has to do with uh, some of the uh, uh, white supremacist attitudes here in the country that uh, uh, filtering this way through uh, not only this country, but the, uh, parts of Europe. Parts of Europe.
That's just a little of uh, Miss Andrew Day rise up. That's what we got to do. That's what we got to continue to do is rise up against uh, the shenanigan that's going on now. We've got to rise up and uh, let our voices be heard. Uh, it's a serious time. Any time. Uh, a person like Donald Trump can be uh, that close to the presidency here in this country. We've got a lot of problems. <laughs> We've got some serious problems, y'all. Anytime a candidate like Donald Trump 
can uh, be this close to the presidency, we are in big, 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 big trouble. Uh, I don't think he's going to make it, but uh, we won't know until November 8th. I urge everybody, everybody and their mother and brother and sister and father, get out, get registered, and vote. It's going to be paramount <laughs> for every. Uh, that everybody get out and vote, y'all. Yeah, we got to get out and vote. No doubt about it. We got to get out and vote. It's a matter of. Uh, of uh, uh, utmost uh, importance that everybody get out and vote this year. It's one of the most uh, most important elections that we'll uh, see in our lifetime, certainly in mine. I don't know. I don't know how it happened. I guess I do know how it happened. Uh, this president. The backlash against this president has been so great and so crazy that uh, get in the gap. Get in the gap. Hey, y'all, I'm multitasking again, looking at uh, the Braves and uh, trying to cover the news, and I'm multitasking. Oh, I can do it. Oh, I can do it. Hey, don't, hey, don't play me that little cheap. Don't play the hush bowl cheap out here. We can multitask when call upon. I'll uh, take take four four men to uh drive this train, but we can do it. Uh be serious and uh uh keep up with the game too, 'cause this is these are just so serious at times, you know. The world is imploding. One good news, Russia and the United States came up with some kind of deal to halt the fighting, the massacre that's going on in Syria. We're going to see how that thing works. supposed to go into, the ceasefire is supposed to go into effect uh, Monday. Uh, that thing's been going on for five years now, some 250,000 Syrians dead. As a result, another quarter of a million spread around the world uh, fleeing that uh, carnage over there. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great, great uh, sign of uh, positive sign, which uh, we don't get much of it, too much out of coming out of that uh, part of the world these days. So, yeah, Russia... 
Russia and the U.S. has uh, come to terms on some kind of ceasefire. How they could do it without uh, Syria being involved in it, I don't know. Well, obviously, they are two strong folks involved in that conflict. They're the superpowers who uh, is involved in the conflict, so I guess they can... They can call the shots as long as they got the biggest guns. And that's what appears to have happened. We'll see if they can enforce enforce the ceasefire. No, we'll, we'll we keep our fingers crossed because those people deserve a, um, they deserve uh, some peace over there in that, uh, war-torn country. The world uh, needs some peace there. I mean, it's unimaginable how how many people have died uh, over in the last five years in this bloody, bloody, crazy, crazy conflict. Uh, we, I don't know, it's just mind-boggling to me that uh, uh, this thing has continued that long without uh, some kind of resolution. Uh, I mean, how can the country, how can Syria, uh, a country, I don't know, 50, 60 million, how many people in Syria yet? Anybody? 30, 40 million people? What's, what's the population of Syria? Somebody tell me. Um you know, whatever it is, it's, you know, it's amazing that uh, they could carry on uh, an economy or any kind of uh, uh, society <clears throat> for five years in the midst of the carnage. That, that's amazing to me. I don't see how it could be, how it could happen. I don't see how it could happen, you know. How could this go on for this long? Uh, it's mind-boggling to me. Uh, without somebody saying, whoa. Let's put a stop to this. This is too much. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. Uh, twenty-two million, almost twenty-three million people in Syria. Uh, how can a society with that many people? How can it? How can they? How can the society operate without collapsing uh, under uh, uh, the uh, carnage that that has taken place here in the last five years? How can they run any kind of a society? How do people get up and go to work? How do children get up and go to school? How is any of that getting done? in the midst of uh, five years of civil uh, war. How 
I, you know, it's mind-boggling to me uh, without understanding fully uh, or comprehending fully what's uh, taking place there. It just seems like an awful, awful lot of uh, craziness. Come on, Kim, let's put one out. Come on, boy, let's get that bed off your shoulder. We, uh, I don't know, but this new ceasefire that uh, the U.S. and Russia reached, I guess, yesterday, and we'll bring some, uh, we'll bring some kind of relief. We'll bring some kind of relief. Hopefully. We uh we'll see. I don't know. I well, that's just one of the problems that the new president would have to face here. You know, election is less than sixty days away. The election is less than sixty days away, y'all. The most critical election that we've seen in generations here in this country made all the more uh, critical when you got a candidate like Donald Trump, who don't know nothing about nothing, uh, is so close to controlling the nuclear arsenal that this country has. That should wake up every swinging dick in this country and frighten the hell out of them when they uh, consider the possibilities of uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, having that much power. It should be scary. It should scare everybody. It should keep everybody awoke at night. It should keep everybody awoke at night, y'all. The possibility of Donald Trump becoming president is... is, uh, is a is a nightmare for me. It's a nightmare for me. I don't know how anyone could uh crazy. Well, we got one running back. Hey football season, y'all. Jumping off tomorrow. They my Atlanta Falcons is taking the field against Tampa Bay. We uh I don't know how what kind of hopes we have, expectations we have going into this season. Last year was eight and eight, and we could get two games better. I think that would be an awesome uh, feat that we can finish two games better than we did last year. Say eight and six, go ten and six. That would uh, put us in the playoff. That might even win a division. This Carolina lost. Carolina lost Thursday. Although it was questionable, uh, some questionable officiating. Uh, uh, the, how the ref allowed uh, Cam Newton to take such a beat, I don't know. He had helmet to helmet contact all over the place. 
interception and that once was a penalty throw. Got once was a penalty throw. Not once was a penalty flag thrown. Cam Newton took a beating. Got the hands of uh, Denver and no one, uh, uh, the ref failed to protect him like they would any normal uh, body else back there. They failed to protect Cam Newton like any other normal quarterback. NFL's got to look into that. That NFL's got to look into why it was that nobody got a penalty for some of the hits that Cam Newton took. I'm not a Carolina fan. I am, however, uh, for uh, fair play. And they took a and Cam took a beating. Cam took a beating. He took a beating, y'all. And nobody uh, saw fit to throw a a penalty flag? Come on. Nobody saw fit to throw a a penalty flag in there? That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how that could have possibly happened. I, I still want to. Sp- would like to know how, um, what the rest was thinking out there. What was their uh, mindset? Why did this guy? Why was they allowed to uh, beat up on this quarterback? I think Carolina should send that film into the league office and Somebody has to be accountable for that. Of course. believe that uh, somebody will pay a price.
planning a home and auto with State Farm. Here to help life go right. State Farm. Hmm. I uh, I'm gonna shoot off a little tweet to the NFL, seeing if I can get some kind of explanation as to why uh, Cam Newton was allowed to be um, so viciously uh, uh, beaten. Uh, hmm. Wow. Yeah, the league uh, says that uh, Cam Newton was hit several times, but the NFL safeguards against concussions didn't see reason to evaluate him further. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's crazy. How could they miss? I don't know what could they miss. crazy. Hmm. I don't know, y'all. The NFL's got to look into that. Something happened there. Whoa! What was that? 
Mm. Wow. Yeah, some of the history that guy took was just vicious. Um, I don't know. It almost hurts me looking at it. Some of the history Cam took hurts me just to look at. I don't know. I don't know what to think, y'all. We're going to take a close look at it. We've got to take another close look at it because something is wrong with the officiating system here. Looking at some of these vicious hits that Cam Newton took. Hey, y'all, we're going to take another quick pause for the call. So, y'all, hang in there. You got me. Husmo. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Husmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
back in. Wow. Something is, uh, something is going on, y'all. I'm not sure what is going on with it, but we're trying to get it corrected. We don't know how that's going to go. We'll see. Try to make uh, the second half a lot uh, smoother. We're watching the the Braves and the. Losing to the Mets again. I don't know. We had the game wrapped up last night. Somehow the Mets came back and and won. I don't know what we uh, seem like. Uh, we can't seem to catch a break. We can't seem to catch a break for nothing. We. Uh, That big guy got over at the first base. I don't know. I don't believe it. Well, I don't know. We're going to see what's going on here with, uh, my new studio. I was supposed to have a new studio come September. Y'all, we ain't got it yet. We still messing around with our old studio. We can't seem to uh, we can't seem to get that thing squared away yet. Hopefully we'll uh We'll get that thing squared away sometime. But we don't know. We don't know how to what to think. How to uh, characterize it? Got a free call into the Hushville Black Forum one eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. As a free call into the Hushville Black Forum, we don't take many calls out here, but we will take a call or two from time to time. 
if you got something important to say, something to add to the subject matter. Yeah, we uh, cover the waterfront out here. Uh, try to make sense of things that uh, that make no sense, if you will. And Lord knows there's a lot of things that uh, just don't make no sense that's going on in the world. And we <clears throat> we we uh, decipher uh, things. Uh, yeah, we make sense of it. It just don't make no sense. And there's a lot of things going over in the world right now, y'all, yeah, Somebody said they know where Donald Trump is cozying up to Vladimir Putin. Some comedians said they believe that uh, if he didn't, Putin would cut off his supply of ladies. I don't know how that works, but uh, that's a thought. I don't know how that works, but it's a thought. Now, that was the issue with whether or not Melania Trump came into the country legally. Seems though she was here in 95. Somebody got some pictures of her here in 95. She swept her down. She didn't hit the country until 96. She got here in 95. She was illegal. Then she said she ran back every few months and got the green car she was working on stamped. Uh, come to find out the green car she was working on did require her to go back and get it stamped. Which is another puzzling uh, part of this old thing. Come on, boy, let's go. Let's hit this stuff out of here. Uh, he don't want to fish the kemp. Looks like he's trying to throw that ball away. Looks like he's trying to throw the ball away, y'all. That's what it looked like to me now. I don't know what he's trying to do. I'm not in this either. I'm just saying what it looks like. Hmm. I don't blame him. I mean, I don't want to fish the camp either. Boy, that big and strong. Sure looks like he got that ball all over the place. Bring one down the ceiling here. This game, the Brady's going to be in front. Mm-hmm. He bring that ball down the middle. This game is going to be uh, upside down. Didn't happen that time. Kind of a late swing. Kind of a late swing by that 
they can run on that ball. Tiger Woods on his way back, maybe, perhaps, is the way they frame it. What said on his website, he, he's planning on playing next month, the 13th, the Bob Coburn Safeway uh, tournament. Well, I don't know, somewhere in California. Hey, uh, we got we to gotta take another quick break here, y'all. Y'all hang in there. We'll be right back. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmore Black Phone. Tell your friends about us, Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here in cyberspace.
Hey, y'all. Welcome back. We, uh, just uh, a thumb through some of my notes here. And uh, one of the <laughs> funny things that uh, uh, Rachel Maddow pointed out last night on her show was that uh, Donald Trump been uh, claiming that Putin uh, 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 said that he was this brilliant uh, person uh, what <laughs> Maddow said was a, a mistranslation of words, and that what Putin said that he was brilliant, as in uh, a brilliant light standing out like Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer's nose. <laughs> that type of brilliant, not a brilliant in the sense of uh, uh, some kind of brilliant man, but just a colorful character that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the Donald been uh, running around talking about uh, Putin called him brilliant. <laughs> this guy uh, it truly may be a uh, the sociopath that uh, sociopath that uh, people are claiming him to be. Uh, the more I look at him, the more I uh, I uh, tend to believe that uh, yeah, something is wrong with him mentally. And he need to, uh, reporters and journalists need to be holding him fire to the wall about releasing his medical records along with his tax returns because there's rumors out there that he's in hock to a lot of the Russian oligarchs uh, financing some of his business dealings. So we, he, that guy's hiding something. He's hiding a lot in those income taxes. We definitely need to... I get that out in the public. We need to demand that Donald Trump show his tax returns, y'all. I think there's something uh, something he's hiding that the public has a right to know, a need to know, if he's in hot with the Russians. He could be just summing up to them out of the blue sky like that without... Uh, more to it than uh, what's uh, what's on the surface of that. Anything is scary dealing with uh, him cozying up to uh, the Russians the way he is. We we need to find out in the next 60 days, that's for sure, when is he going to release his tax returns? Running partner released 10 years of tax returns. When is no one going to release his? Eviscerated. 
that good word eviscerated. There's a headline that says that uh, Giuliani eviscerated by Chris Matthews on birthday claim. It ain't Giuliani who's got the problem. It's Donald Trump. It's Donald Trump, y'all. He's he's uh, at the tip of the iceberg. He's leading this thing. He's the Republican nominee. We need to get answers from him. Not his surrogates. We don't want to hear from him. I don't. I want to hear from Donald Trump himself. We bought a new golf club. One of the things that I did when I was in Ohio, we uh, bought a new. This one looked like he had a home run. Oh, he did. Wow. We're going to this game up. Cacus of all people that hit a home run, you know. This game did much all year. For the money we paying, we paying this guy 10 or 12 million dollars. I'm talking about the Braves, though. I'm, I told you I'm calling the game, too. Here's one of the things we do out here. We multitask. Uh, I'd have a nice little back for him. Oh, we cover uh, issues relevant to uh, 
the African American community. That's one of the things we do, and that's everything. I tell you, that's everything. We can't do anything. Uh, what is a survey of world history too? Survey. What is this? Instructive contact. Look at this right here. This is uh, uh, circumstance division. This is this course will be expected to participate frequently in class discussions, take eight unit quizzes, and midterm. When do my, uh, I'm curious to try to find out when do my uh, site class start. That must start this Monday. My psychology class. We got to see. I guess I should going to call me back. Okay, call me back when that thing jumped off. I don't see nothing out here. Uh, I don't want to see that. No. We, uh, I think I mentioned last week we took a trip to uh, Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne, Indiana. While we were in Ohio, we drove over to Fort Wayne to see um, see one of my nephews uh, having some health issues. Want to give him a shout out and wishing Godspeed. Uh, uh, yeah, we the Fort Wayne's an interesting little midwestern town. Um, was this outpost of some sort that uh, I don't know when it was established. I guess uh, when it was Fort Wayne. Let's let's check it out. Uh, Fort Wayne. It's a little town. I mean, we just want to see what's going on here, y'all. Trying to find out the golfing school. Uh, 
Is that the news you get from there? What about golf? Well, I haven't seen anything about it. Uh, who's leading? Nothing to that effect. This thing here, we, we're getting some really shady uh, Southwest got flights. Let's see what the Falcons is doing. Let's see what they got in store for us. If there's any new news, I was trying to read the game report on the Falcons and Buccaneers game coming up tomorrow, and somehow this thing went plumb crazy. What's going on with them in that instance? You know, there's too many people out there on it. There's too many people out there on the internet, yo. They just take on and do all kind of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, seems so James Weston has been studying Matt Ryan's uh, Wow, got just jacked one out on the braids in the hand again. Falcon is the honor military family. I hope it's not like uh, the sham that the NFL and Major League Baseball has been putting on for the last uh, few years where they uh, have been making money by charging the, the military uh, a fee to uh, um, advertise uh, for, uh, for them. It's almost a disgrace, y'all. The Major League teams is uh, making money off the military. Yeah. It's a sham. <clears throat> all these teams been having these honor the military days and all this. It was uh, it come to find out that uh, the military has been paying the teams a fee and using those days as a recruitment tool to get uh, people to enlist into the services. I mean, here, here I've been thinking, I'm sure a lot of other folks have been thinking that uh, the professional teams is really has been honoring the military for the great work uh, they do in defending the country and protecting us all. And instead, they've been making money. 
off of the military. The military's got a recruiting budget that uh an advertising uh budget that uh that their professional teams into to make money. That's almost a disgrace. I think they received quite a a bit of a backlash. What do you get to information? Wow. I don't know, y'all. We, uh, somebody's holding on the uh, line there. We're just rambling on here. We have her taking the call this evening. Uh, hold on. Maybe we'll grab this call. Call this man here. We have some time to, to entertain. Call here. We're going to take a break and uh, see who's on the line. Then we'll be right back. Y'all hanging there. You got me hushed. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmore Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in Cyberspace.
Hey, welcome back, y'all. We've got uh, an old friend of mine uh, in the uh, screening room here. We're going to bring him on and let him shout, give y'all a shout out. Mr. Bianchi, go ahead. How you been doing? Been doing fine. Donald's in town today. Hey, that's uh, 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 good news. That's over there in uh, Missouri, where you're at over in St. Louis. There, what kind of positive message did he bring to uh, to the people of Missouri? Well, he was here for a funeral, for Phyllis Slafly's funeral, and that would have made a good female president. That woman would have. Oh, is that right? Absolutely. I, I- I've never heard of. I'm still. You mentioned that uh, back in the uh, back room there, and I, I still. I'm not too familiar with her. And Donald Trump traveled there for her funeral. Yeah, she endorsed him uh-huh. back in March. But uh, Phyllis Schlafly led the movement back in the during the time that the Equal Rights Amendment was. Uh, circulating through the states trying to get 37 states in order to make a constitutional change and she led okay. the movement to defeat that okay and to the uh-huh. to, to, to defeat uh, uh whether or not we have what uh, equal uh, equal rights it was supposed to be equal rights for women oh women okay Okay, she's she's something like uh, what's the lady uh, back in uh, 1918 that uh, brought about uh, 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 the ladies' right to vote. That well, yeah, I, Susan B. Anthony, I think it was. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah but anyway, yeah, Susan, this lady is uh, yeah, kind of like. Her. Yeah, this lady was was really tremendous. Uh, she went against. Uh, and they defeated it. Then Jimmy Carter came around and gave them uh, three more years to get enough uh, states. They were short after the time frame was up. Shit, they had ten years. And uh-huh. Jimmy Carter, with his with his self, came along and and with Congress gave him another uh, three years. Okay. And uh, she still defeated them. Okay. And I mean that was something else. And basically. What she was saying is that the ERA didn't mention anything about women whatsoever. It mentioned about sex. And you see that being played out today. Uh, And she made mention about the homosexual elements that was in it also. You see that being played out today and the destruction of families. So, uh, no, what she done was was good at that Uh, time. And uh, if she had ran for president, I would have voted for her. Okay. What what party affiliation? Was she a Republican, Democrat, or she's a Republican? She's a Republican. Okay. Okay. Yes. Well, you know, uh, you know, back in the day, uh, when uh, I was a kid, ninety uh, percent of my family was Republicans. They were smart. Republicans. Well, uh, back then you didn't have the uh, Dixiecrats uh, in the Republican Party. They was all in the uh, Democratic Party. This was before Jesse Helms and Strong Thurmond and all of those migrated to the Republican Party. Those Dixiecrats were all in the Democratic Party then. Now they're all in the Republican Party. That well, is the them Dixiecrats them, them remained in the Democratic Party. Only two of them went over to the Republican Party. No, no, the whole state of Georgia. 
the whole state of Georgia up until uh, uh, 12 years ago was all Democrats. Now they're all Republicans. They did a they did a hundred eighty degree flip here in my state. Well, All they might. But I'm talking about the original Dixiecrats. The original Dixiecrats, as you'd like to call them, they all yeah. they all remain Democrats. No. Orville Favors, no. Orville no, no. Favors, Benjamin. No, no. I'm gonna name them all to you. The only ones that yep. became Republican were Strong Thurmond and Miles Goodwin. No, no, we're Robert Byrd. Now listen, listen. The Dixiecrats, the Dixiecrats consist of the entire population, not just the politicians. We're talking about the entire population of Georgia. Switch. Well, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the politicians. You're talking about the politicians. Oh no, it's it's it's. They're the only ones. They were the only ones that could stop the law, and they they filibustered the. The Civil Rights Act, they were the only one that could do that. The state of Georgia couldn't do it. The people, it was the politicians that what, done that. The, the, the politicians uh, uh, work of Mr. Bianchi, hey, listen, uh, uh, give me a ring back offline, off the air, uh, in the next day or so, let's talk. All I'm right, then I'll talk to you later. All right, have a good night. Nice talking to you. We'll talk later. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Hey y'all, that's just gonna be that's just about gonna do it for the hushmo here. Uh we're coming up at the end. We'll be back next year at the same time, same station, y'all. Uh what is that? The seventeenth of September. Until the end, ciao, be good. The Hushmo Black Forum advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African American community. Check us out. At the Hushmo Black Phone, www.blogtalkradio.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.